Hello, and welcome to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm Julia Feliciano. This podcast is meant to help you get strong from the inside out and to help you feel your best physically, mentally, and emotionally every day while normalizing the days where it feels hard. This podcast is for the woman who is on a weight loss and fitness journey, who may be an overachiever, a perfectionist, has the all or nothing mentality, and a woman who tends to say, I'll do it on my own and I'll figure it out when times get tough. And I want you to know, if this is you, that I have been there too. You're going to learn how to embody your physical strength through lifting weights, nourish your body through food instead of restricting so much, and increase your confidence while bringing awareness to the mental blocks that have kept you stuck on your weight loss and fitness journey and in your life and overcome them all so that you can finally thrive. Be ready for some real, honest talk every week when new episodes are released. I'm so excited to have you here today. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for tuning in. I am very excited about this episode because we're going to be talking about 10 different ways that you can go about no longer beating yourself up, right? We're going to talk about 10 ways to stop beating yourself up on your weight loss and on your fitness journey. And now before we dive into today's episode, I also want you to know that if you struggle with either beating yourself up on your health journey, you've most likely struggled with beating yourself up in some other area of your life for a pretty long time, right? Now, as much as this feeling sucks, right, there's a lot underneath it that can teach us more about ourselves. And now, I never really used to think that my tendency to beat myself up on my weight loss and fitness journey had to do with more of actually my lack of confidence within myself, my lack of self-trust within myself, my lack of feeling good enough in all areas of my life and how comparison really would you know trigger me to beat myself up and not feel good about myself or my body or my progress or my life or whatever that it was so i want you to know that and i've talked about this before that whatever you are struggling with in your health journey can also be reflected into some other area of your life and I don't want you to think that there's something wrong with you, that you're broken or whatever, because this is something that I've struggled with too and still struggle with from time to time, right? But it's more so a way for us to be aware of our tendencies, our habits, our thoughts, and how it ties into what we are creating for ourselves and what we're not creating for ourselves, right? So you are not broken in any type of way. Beating ourselves up, otherwise known as self-sabotage, is actually a form of our body's way of trying to keep, and our mind's way, of our body's way of trying to keep ourselves safe. We want to feel secure. We want to feel okay. And sometimes, even though we don't think this, the way that our mind and our body goes about trying to protect us is by trying to allow us to uncover the the deeper reasons as to why we're saying we don't feel good enough, right? 
And because of this, this is something that I am really excited to now be offering to help all of you for free on your health, fitness, and weight loss journey. And I have created, it's going to be released on Friday, the How to Overcome Self-Sabotage on Your Weight Loss and Fitness Journey Self-Reflection and Journal Guide. This way you can accomplish your goals with less perfectionism and guilt along the way right? So what this is, this is going to be a free downloadable guide for you to use to help you think a little bit deeper into the struggles that you are having. So with self-reflection exercises, journal prompts, affirmations, there's also going to be a thought habit exercise and nutrition tracker. This way you can kind of keep track of your thoughts and your tendencies each day and how it then impacts how you feel about yourself on that given day and then how it's then impacted you on your weight loss and fitness journey and what you've chosen to do that day or what you haven't chosen to do that day on your journey right so this self-awareness is going to also allow you to finally learn how to be more consistent on your journey as well. It's going to allow you to have this greater sense of self-awareness to pick yourself up if you're finding yourself in a low moment or a low day. It's also going to allow you to have a sense of self-accountability for yourself so that you can make sure that you are doing the things that you want to be doing on your journey because so often we get really stuck in the, I want to be doing this, I want to be doing that, And maybe I know what to do, but I just can't do it, right? So this greater sense of self-awareness is also going to allow you to be more confident, right? So like I've always said, self-confidence does not just go from changing what your body looks like. Self-confidence comes from within, right? So this is going to allow you to have more self-confidence because you have a greater sense of self-awareness about yourself. And I promise you, if you're sitting here and you're like, I already know like a lot about myself, there's always more that you can uncover so that you can then be the most happiest, confident, energized, healthiest version of yourself right and this weight loss and health journey that we are on is ever evolving as is life and if there's one thing that i wish that i would have had a greater sense of self-awareness of when i struggled on my health journey it was these things it's because i always used to feel like i always just had to do more cardio or i had to be more disciplined or i had to meal prep more or i had to do more reps or i had to lift more weight And I had to be like so-and-so and I had to look a certain way. And it was always about trying to find something else, right, outside of myself to make me feel better about myself. I was always chasing doing, doing, doing more. And that would then lead me to feel really tired or resentful or like I wanted to give up altogether. Like what was the point of me even doing all of this, right? Because so often on our health journeys, we are so fixated on that end outcome that we forget to pause and be more present with where we are right now, right? Where are we right now? How are we feeling right now? What do we need in this moment right now? right? And you're not going to say, I just need to to be 50 pounds down because obviously, you know, that's not going to happen in that moment, 
right? But what can you feel and what can you do for yourself in that moment right now to not only take care of yourself, but to make yourself feel better, right? Because with journaling and self-reflection, right, in whatever type of way works best for you, right, it's a way of getting our feelings out. And so many of us, especially me, and I know you have struggled with this too, tend to bottle what it is that we're feeling, right? We don't want to bother anybody. We're just going to get over it. We're strong. We, we, we know what to do, right? But like I've always shared, the more you bottle what it is that you're going through in your feelings, the more it bottles up, right? And then eventually what's going to happen is you're going to explode, right? Or you're going to take part in some type of behavior that you really don't want to do right? And I've been there. I have been there in so many different ways, not only on my health journey, but in my life as well, right? And one other thing I want to add is if you struggle with maybe binge eating or stress eating or emotional eating, this is going to also give you tools to then be able to not take part in those behaviors as often or even help you eliminate your binge eating, emotional eating, or stress eating tendencies altogether, right? Because so often when I would not feel good enough in my life, in my workouts, in my weight loss, in my progress, whatever it was, right? I would then turn to food because what the fuck was the point, <clears throat> right? If I, if I didn't burn enough calories, if I already looked fat that day, whatever it was, I would turn to food if I was stressed, if I was sad. And my struggles with binge eating were so much rooted it was so rooted in my ability to not feel good enough about myself yes there was the calorie restriction because of the crazy cravings that i had right all of these different things that tie into binge eating or or stress eating but it was my inability to cope with the unhappiness with myself and that's a hard pill to swallow right but now years later because i no longer struggle with binge eating or stress eating or emotional eating right? I can be really objective and know why it is that I struggled with that for so long. Because no matter what it is that you are going through in your day, food will never make it feel better, right? If you feel like, you know what, I was really angry or sad and then I had um, an, an extra large Diet Coke and I hit up Wendy's or whatever it is that you might have done and then you feel better, Right? Yeah, it's because there is that initial like serotonin boost, right? From from the sugar, from the carbs, from those things that that do make us feel good. But how long does that really last? It doesn't last very long. I can sit here and say I never felt better after a binge. Never. I always felt worse, not only in my body because I would feel really bloated, my stomach would hurt, I'd feel puffy, I'd feel like I'd have to poop, whatever it was right? But it was because I felt so disappointed in myself in that moment. And I was not happy with myself in that moment. And that's why I'm really passionate about helping you all on your weight loss and fitness journey get to the root of why it is that you're struggling so that you can rewrite your story into what it is that you ultimately truly really want to have and where you want to be. Because so often we get stuck in that I'm never going to get there. This is just how I am. I just need to accept it. And that's that's bullshit, right? Because at the same time, even though you're saying these very defeating things about yourself, 
you also know that you cannot go a day without thinking about how much you actually want to start doing something either for yourself or accomplishing your goal, right? When we are very goal-driven women, many of you are like me in that way. You can't tell us we can't do something most of the time, but if we get in our, our own head, then we may not, right? You know that the idea of not really doing something that you ultimately really want is really uneasy, right? So allowing you to have this greater sense of self-awareness through this journal and self-reflection guide that I'm going to be offering for free for you is going to allow you to not have to second guess yourself anymore because you're going to have that greater sense of self-awareness and ultimately that confidence with yourself as well, right? And this is something, like I said before, I wish that I had, right? Instead of just scrolling social media and seeing how much other women were lifting or how great their ass looked or how nice their leggings were or whatever it was that I was beating myself up for, right? I wish I had this tool because this is a way to also take care of yourself and learn to respect yourself because so often on our health journeys, it's so easy for us to shit on ourselves, right? Through saying things like, I just need to do this. I just need to do that. I'm not doing this. I am doing this. Whatever it is, it's really easy to get caught up in what it is that we don't have yet, right? But in that moment, what we actually need to feel and be, right, is confident and secure enough in ourselves by reminding ourselves that we are the ones that can actually Give us those feelings that we're looking for, that feeling of safety, that feeling of security, that feeling of feeling nurtured, that feeling of feeling good enough comes from within you guys, right? So I'm really excited about offering this to you all. And I'm going to be talking about today a few different ways. I This is an Instagram post, but I'm going to be condensing it a bit to kind of go into more detail about 10 different ways that you can go about no longer beating yourself up on your journey. Um, it's really easy for me to kind of keep talking about this, so I'm going to try to condense it the most that I can. Uh, if you do tune into this episode, please let me know by screenshotting you listening and tagging me over on Instagram. And if you're feeling really called to, feel free to give the podcast a five-star review on iTunes. It just helps the podcast get seen, which can ultimately help more women, which is what I would love to be able to do. And I know that you would love to spread that help uh, as well, because if you're finding benefit in it, I'm sure there are other women out there as well who will right? All right, so let's get into a few different ways of how we can no longer go about beating ourselves up so much on our journey, right? Really simple ways to go about doing this that, yes, are going to feel a little hard at first to do, but ultimately will allow you to start to get more consistent, you know, either on your journey, but also allow you to feel better about yourself as well, right? So let's let's do this. Let's do number one through not judging your actions as good or bad, right? So it's really just as simple as that. So often on our journey, we get really caught up <clears throat> in you know, praising ourselves for when we do good or if the scale is down or if we don't miss a workout. Then we can get really caught up if we, you know, ate junk food all day or, or we uh, didn't have a new low weigh-in or we didn't meal prep or whatever it was, right? Do not judge your actions as good or bad. 
come to a place where you can simply just feel more neutral about what it is that's actually going on instead of labeling it as good or bad, right? So maybe you're beating yourself up because you didn't meal prep enough that week and you had to order more takeout for either yourself or you or your family and, and you're beating yourself up. You're like, oh, I did it again. I should have meal prepped. I sh you know, now I'm going to feel unhealthy and everybody else is going to feel unhealthy, right? Because it's really easy for us to take on other people's emotions, right? Or, or ways of being. Um, so Come to a place where you don't have to judge yourself, but instead you give yourself some self-compassion. Like, all right, maybe, you know, what's going on for you this week? What are you feeling? Is work more stressful than usual? And it doesn't mean that you're making excuses for yourself. It just means that you're finding a place of neutrality between good or bad. And it, it just is right? Instead of going into a downward spiral of, of name calling ourselves, right? That can help you no longer beat yourself up, right? The next thing is something I'm really excited to also talk about. Now, um, I know I had just said like, you know, you didn't, uh, you didn't meal prep that week, so you're eating out more, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with eating out. There are plenty of weeks and days that I maybe fell short on meal prepping, right? Or, or it was a stressful week or something was going on. Maybe I didn't have as much time to cook, whatever it was, right? But ultimately, when you can come to a place of nourishing your body by taking the time to make some food that you enjoy and that makes you feel your best, you're doing so from a place of self-respect because you're doing so from a place of wanting to feed yourself foods that you know are going to be giving you energy that are going to help you feel your healthiest internally that are going to also yeah help your family but ultimately you're doing this because you know that it helps make you feel your best right because let's be honest when we um, are just eating whatever is in our pantry or we are hitting up the drive-through a lot physically we don't really feel our best from that right? Really think about it. Maybe you feel more tired. Maybe you feel more cranky. Maybe you have more cravings, right? And it does come from ultimately not putting into our bodies foods that are going to help us feel really good, right? Like vegetables, the fiber, the minerals, uh, all of those different things, higher protein foods to help keep us full, all of these things that yes, can help combat low energy and cravings, right? But by taking the time to, even if it's one meal that you can take the time to make for yourself that you know that yeah, you're going to enjoy, right? But also will help make you feel your best is something that can really be helpful in learning to no longer beating yourself up through that action of self-care, right? Um, that's something that I incorporate on the daily because I know that it's going to help make me feel my best. And when I feel my best, I am not as cranky. Um, I am not as tired. I have more patience. I I'm a better partner, right? All of these different things, right? And that means a lot to me. So find something through that you can do for yourself through nourishing your body that's going to help make you feel your best, right? The next thing is, I know so many of you when you're trying to lose weight, and this is just science, right? There's no going around this. You're in a calorie deficit. You're trying to cut a bit of calories in order to lose weight. There is no way around that, right? You need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. But it goes deeper than that because how often have you been in your calorie deficit or you're counting your macros and maybe the scale's not really budging that much 
maybe you're not super happy with your progress, whatever it is, um, you want you want to uh, tighten things up a little bit, right? So you start to think, well, I just need to restrict more calories, right? Well, let me do so through uh, restricting my carbs and, and my fats or whatever, keeping protein high, right? All of those things logically make sense, right? But often if you're finding that you are restricting calories just for the sake of restricting them to try to make yourself feel better in that moment, what you're actually doing is looking for a sense of self-validation through your actions, right? When in reality, maybe you don't need to cut any calories. Maybe you just need to kind of fine tune them a little bit, balance out them a little bit, take a look at what your meals are looking like. Maybe take a look at what your biofeedback looks like, right? So that is through monitoring your stress, your soreness, your menstrual cycle, if applicable, right? Uh, Your digestion, all of these different things that go into how our bodies feel on a daily basis, it doesn't always come back down to just cutting more calories or monitoring or or adjusting your macros, right? So that's something that I want you to really learn to be objective about is, are you doing this from a place of thinking that this is just what you need to do because you're not happy with your progress? Are you doing it from a place just because you want to lose weight more quickly, right? All of those things in the long run aren't going to do very good for you, right? You can do these things from a place of, um, you know, more of an evidence-based like approach with it. Like if, if say, you know, it is time to cut a little bit of calories, right? Then that's different. But what I'm trying to say is you don't need to do these, this from a place of just doing it, right? Because there's no validity in that. What you're looking for is for some self-reassurance and validation through what the scale might reflect or what your progress might reflect, right? So this kind of ties into as well as, you know, if you're feeling like I just need to go do more cardio, right? So you're going and you're doing all this cardio and you're feeling really bored with it and you don't like it. Why are you doing it, right? That's a sense of disrespecting yourself. And the more we take part in disrespectful actions towards ourselves, even if we think it's well intended, but we ultimately really feel like shit when we do it, that ultimately is not going to allow you to no longer beat yourself up so much, right? And number eight, let's talk about um, knowing that this does not mean when you start to incorporate these things that you are any less than or like you won't accomplish your goal, right? So, so often it's very easy for us to feel like, well, you know, I got goals. I got goals. I, I you know, I got to, I have to be strict. And while, yeah, there is a certain level of, you know, needing to be or getting to be disciplined when you do have goals, right? If you're learning some more self-compassion with yourself along the way, and you're not going about doing things that might make you feel like your values aren't aligned with what you're doing, right? Just because you got goals, right? Ultimately, that's not going to allow you to learn to come from a place of doing things of self-respect and will ultimately then cue your cycle of actually beating yourself up more. Because in that moment, you're saying, I got goals, to kind of reassure yourself and validate yourself, right? When in reality, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do any outside factor to validate yourself within, right? And now I'm for, I can completely speak for this. I've got a lot of goals. I've always considered myself a very goal-driven woman, and I know you have too. But something that has helped me actually be able to accomplish my goals is letting go of being so bullheaded with it, 
right? And learning to, to yes, work hard towards my goals, right? But also do so from a place of having enough self-compassion for myself and self-respect for myself so that I actually can accomplish the goal, but then be able to keep going with it, right? So the last thing I want to talk about is for not comparing yourself to other women's success, right? Because your success is just as amazing, right? Social media is a highlight reel, like what I've talked about before, right? Often, you know, people do share what they're struggling with, but you don't know what it is that they're struggling with in that moment because we get to pick and choose what we want to post, right? I'm very open in what I post because I want to be able to help all of you and have all of you know that I am human and that you can relate to me, right? But comparing yourself to other women's weight lost or weight lifted or their food when they're showing what they're eating in a day, their full day of eating, and maybe you've barely eaten or you've already eaten off track, whatever it is, right? Comparing ourselves literally gets us nowhere, it literally gets us nowhere. What it does is it cues the cycle of beating yourself up right there. So something I want you to say when you're finding that you're in a moment where you're comparing yourself either to another woman's body or success with weight loss or their life is saying to yourself right then and there, I am just as good. I do not need to be anyone other than me. What I am doing is enough, right? And in that moment, you're going to feel a sense of calmness. And it might feel a little awkward at first saying these things out loud or on paper, right? But ultimately, like what I've shared before, is come back to how do those things make you feel? When things feel awkward to say, imagine feeling it, right? Because in that moment, you just felt it, right? You just felt how it is that you want to feel. So if you want to feel good enough, what does feeling good enough about yourself or your body actually feel like maybe it feels like a sense of more calmness more ease more confidence more happiness and when you sit there and you stop for a second and you really feel what those feelings feel feels like and you imagine yourself within that you've just felt it for yourself without needing to do anything external right so I really hope that you found this podcast episode helpful. If you want to go head over on Instagram, this is posted over on my page. If you want to save it, I just kind of went into more detail about it here on my podcast. But yeah, let me know if this was helpful to you. I love getting DMs from you guys, letting me know how the podcast was helpful for you. Uh, as a reminder, my page over there is Julia with two underscores Feliciano. And on Friday, you will have the chance to download the free How to Overcome Beating Yourself Up on Your Weight Loss and Fitness Journey with Less Guilt and Perfectionism Along the Way so that you can accomplish your goal journal guide. I'm so excited for this for you. This is the first type of offer that I am putting out there into this, right? Um, Because so often it's really easy to feel like we just have to post about strategy as a, as a health coach or fitness coach, right? And I have a ton of strategy on my page and, and videos and on my podcast, right? But ultimately, if you feel like you know a lot of strategy, yet you're struggling to incorporate the strategy, you know, results and progress and consistency comes from a mix of, yes, you need, you need the proper strategy, 
but you also can benefit from doing more of this inner work because lifestyle changes don't just come from strategy. It comes from also becoming really self-aware with yourself and doing more of this type of inner work to help you be able to also not beat yourself up so much and incorporate this lifestyle that you want long term, right? Your health and your fitness and your weight loss journey goes way beyond just what your lifting split is, just what your calories are, just what your macros are. You guys can see that, right? Because if working out and lifting splits and macros and calorie counting and all of that stuff, if that was just the end all be all, so many people would not still struggle on their weight loss and fitness journeys, right? So once again, if you did find this podcast episode helpful, please let me know. Send me a message. I will come back to the show notes of this episode on Friday to give you the chance to download the guide if you would like. And yeah, I'm really excited about this to be able to help you all on a deeper level. Let me know when you do download the guide, if you found it helpful, what your favorite part of it was. I've been using it every day. Um mostly every day and my favorite thing about it is the thought health um, the thought nutrition and exercise tracker that way I can see like okay like what what was my mood like on this day that then led me to have the workout that I did or, or how did my um, nutrition that day impact you know how I felt that day about myself or my body or, or what were my energy levels like right all of these different things and ultimately what it will allow you to do is also get to learn like what it feels like to feel really good in your body right and when I say good I'm not trying to you know place moral attachment but what I mean is what it feels like to feel great in your body right yes not in your body but just also in your mind and in your soul right and in your health because so many of us can get really wrapped up in just feeling really crummy all the time right but when was the last time you had a moment where you're like wow like i i feel really amazing today right because that is then a way of you being able to have that sense of self-respect for yourself right so yeah let me know if you do download the guide send me a DM over on Instagram, and I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one.